0: What is up, ACL Nation? Welcome in to another episode, number 29 of Bagging and Bragging. As you can tell by the voice, we gave it all we had this season, Mish. I left it all on the table, and I am paying the price right now. So this is probably going to be the least spectacular episode of Bagging and Bragging ever. Um, We're we're getting to that number 30 mark, Mish. Still no intro. But uh, (laughs) how how are you recovering from Worlds? How are you feeling?
1: A lot of sleep. Um... Like the night I've got home. So so Monday my flight was like at 7 a.m. and uh, which would be four a.m. Pacific. So we got home around like noon, got Rome, took him to jujitsu, and so I didn't get a nap. And by like eight o'clock, I was done. So I went to bed at eight, woke up at like I don't know, six thirty or something. So I slept like nine, ten hours, and then Took a nap both yesterday and today. So, just, just still trying to catch up on that sleep.
0: Yeah. So, for me, it actually kind of worked out. Um, I was supposed to have my brother in Columbia and then he messaged me Sunday and said, Hey, I'm going to go to Utah. I'm going to drive to Utah and look at a house. So, he left Columbia, South Carolina to drive to Utah to look at this big house that he's wanting to buy and he wants me to move in there with him, but we'll see. And, uh, he he was like, okay, the house is all to yourself. And I'm like, okay, well, let me check the front desk and see when I actually have to check out. So they didn't have me checking out till Tuesday morning. So I stayed in that hotel room. I turned off my phone entirely, and I think I woke up at, like, (laughs) 2.45. And then I happened to walk down the lobby at, like, 8, and I saw Josh Keck down there with his daughter. And he was like, hey, you want to do a show? I'm like, not really, but all right, let's do it. Um, But, yeah, the voice is almost gone like i'm i'm in my longest relationship of my life right now with this sickness that i got going on yeah Uh, this has lasted longer than my marriage um i don't know what's going on with it but i have different symptoms i got the first day i had just a sore throat and now i had a cough and now like i'm losing my voice and i got a little bit of drainage so it's like i don't know if it's one continuous thing or if i'm just getting everything from anybody else so I apologize if you guys shook my hand at Worlds. I mean, that's on you, um, and you guys got some sickness from it. But at the same time, if you gave it to me, how dare you? Oh, yeah, you're going to
1: turn it on them now? That's how you're going to roll?
0: It's not me. It's never me. Yeah,
1: of course. Although
0: you blame me, me and Tina's yeah, blaming do. me, and somebody else blamed me. And I was like, oh, we didn't even interact.
1: Hmm. Well, we were in a car together, so we did interact,
0: yeah, sir. Lord. Well, for one little trip, but I don't know. I think you were showing signs before that. But that takes me into the bragging segment. I forgot to mention it during the Stevie Awards. I want to give you credit, Mish, my my fashion stylist. She <laughs> took me to multiple stores, finally got a white blazer, and uh, went into the Stevie's looking fresh and clean. And I uh, want to appreciate uh, show some appreciation to Kyle Butler, who hooked it up with the uh, the YouTube Superstar One Nito and uh, got the braids in there and the haircut. Um, a little bit more of a price tag than I thought I wanted to spend, but... And You're only gonna host the Stevie's one time.
1: But yeah, I mean you went for it. I don't I don't think it was a regret, although I'm sure it wasn't very uh uh happy to the wallet, but
0: yeah. So <laughs> the, it's all fake right now. Um it's and whenever I actually do the budget here in a little bit, I'm gonna be like, oof, that's a little hurt, but I yeah. got I got upstaged by the cone, man. The the cone, cone. at the end of the so show, show is everybody's talking point, like everyone's like we need more cone the life would be a lot better with more cone i'm like come on now
1: i don't know what happened there because it was only live on facebook like it was no longer yeah. live on the other like on acl courthole tv but facebook just kept rolling and it was a little behind the scene with the cone yeah. uh it's
0: kind, of, it's kind of funny because people kept asking like are you going to come back out and like make an appearance or say something like everybody got, like an encore coming 50 viewers watching this cone not move
1: that tells you how bored we are in our lives. Right.
0: Uh, I just want more. What?
1: Uh yeah. You anything
0: so, special to brag about before we uh, do a little recap? Yeah, it's season?
1: kind of like a weird bragging session. So um, you know, the reason why I wasn't on the show last or two weeks ago is because unfortunately we lost my brother-in-law. And it was nothing that we expected anyone to jump in and do anything because it's not like we were asking for help financially for like funeral costs or anything, but the cornhole community around our local area came together and they're putting together a tournament on Sunday for, for my brother-in-law's three kids. Um, So that they're, so they're raising funds for them, which I just think is pretty amazing. Um, And everyone's like, I'm going to donate a raffle prize. And uh, Shelby Trey Ryder's wife uh, was able to snag one of the, board of all the celebrity signatures to raffle off and it's it's another like testament to the cornhole community because you know we didn't ask for this we didn't say hey we're trying to raise funds for his kids like they just stepped up and did it um and and said this is what we're doing and everyone's wanting to help so just a big uh bragging on the cornhole community which i feel like we bragged about more than anything on this show
0: all the time i mean it's it's i say all the time we have a saying here in st louis it's more than a game it's a family and i mean that's what happens whenever something goes bad we all come together i mean i'll never forget when my buddies got into a car accident like on a friday we had a tournament for him like that saturday and then monday we handed him like five thousand dollars you know to help him recover the medical bills and stuff it's just the the quick response from the cornhole community and the thing is it doesn't have to be a lot like you don't have to throw out a thousand dollars like yeah if you have you know. 20,000 people throw out $1. That's huge. It goes a long way. And uh, I think for the most part, the Cornell community gets it. Um, but it looks like we are up and running on YouTube, so I got that good to go. What's up, Duncan, Clemmer, and Terry? Um, I do want to do a real quick recap of the Stevies before we get our guests on. So what we got going on today, guys, we got our first partner reveal of the season. Um, my boy, I'm going to mention Justin Duke here in a little bit, is going to come on and reveal his partner. And then our special guest for today, um, I think he had the game of the week, Jake Brandon. Fellow commentator on Court Number Four, um, he's got a lot going on, so we kind of want to touch base with him and get a recap of worlds for him. But um, it was an honor for me to present the top amateur award to Braden Wilson. Um, obviously, you guys know. I, I believe, Niche, way back in New Mexico, I said, "Don't be surprised if we don't see Braden Wilson, in the ACL Pro." Yeah. Um, congratulations to him. He earned it, top spot for open points. Um, the road traveler award goes to Alec Ryan, and then no surprise, the Iron Man, Chris Tornatolo. Three years in a row, yep, he's
1: um, gonna keep it rolling.
0: Yeah, if anybody's got their eye on that prize, they got some work to do. Ashley Kearns, um, the bag tracker award. Um, and then we got some directors Ashley Kearns, Jim and Wanda Swing, Kathy Rockwell, Brad Sebi, Sean Sabian, Amber Rogers. Um, the game of the year ends up going to Tony Smith and Jake Trusinski against Mark Richards and Philip Lopez. I mean, that was with 50 some minutes on ESPN, that was amazing. That's when I was getting fed French fries from. B.J. Turner from Seville in the background, and we just had a blast there. Um, Shot of the year, cell phone coverage, I don't care. It was an amazing shot. Alex Hicks with the Penguin to win the game. The um, Leadership Award goes to Adrian Johnson. The Breakout Player of the Year, rightfully so, goes to Jacob Gore. Rookie of the Year, um, Justin Burton Jr. The Rockwell Award, (laughs) this is where it got all emotional. Modlin and then Baldwin, and then the MVP goes to Tony Smith. And then I think the team of the year finished out was KB and Eddie, right? Yes. Obviously, there's any way they yeah. can take that from them. Cheyenne, I believe, got woman of the year. And then man of the year. Did that go to Tony?
1: I think it did. Yep.
0: You did? Okay, cool. So, yeah, a lot of awards, a lot of fun times. Um, apologize for the rap if you guys didn't like it. But in the words of Michael Scott, you miss 100% of the shots you don't
2: take. So I tried.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Michael Scott. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back right after
2: this. 5, 4,
1: 3,
3: 2, 1, 0, all engine running, we have a
1: Welcome back, everyone. It is time to do our partner reveal. So we hope to bring you as many of these as we can in the off season. It's an exciting time. I know some people are still waiting to see, you know, who might get on applications and different things like that. So um, these should be trickling in over the next several months. But uh, Wally, why don't you intro in our uh, player that we're going to be doing our partner reveal?
0: Yeah, real quick. One thing I forgot to mention about the bragging segment before we do that is the gauntlet again did not disappoint. The the amount of pros that stuck around to watch their friends try and compete and make it in, um, it was awesome. Seeing the support, the cheering, every shot, just people on pins and needles. Um, one of my guys didn't have to go through that this year. Thankfully, um, Justin Duke, let's bring him on, finished number 52 in the open standings. Justin Duke, after a um, rough year last year, you know, had pro-caliber talent, just had an unfortunate situation pop up. Um, kind of another unexpected passing um, with his father there, but battled back, made it all the way through the open standings. Gets in the pro division. What's up, Justin? Welcome in, brother.
3: Hey, what's up? Thank y'all for uh, you know getting me in here, and uh, let's reveal my partner. Yes, sir,
1: <laughs> Before we reveal your partner, um, what made you choose this partner? Uh,
3: I mean, we have a lot of chemistry together. Uh, And, you know, we would have been partners last year if it wasn't due to me losing my father uh, while I was at Worlds. Um, I think, you know, I would have been in. I think I had the talent to – I mean, anybody can make it through the qualifier. Not anybody can make it through the qualifier, you know, but I just felt like last year was a really good year for me, and I had the talent to do it, and I think a lot of people knew that. But uh, it was planned the whole year last year is just, you know, God had different uh, direction for me. And uh, at that time, I just had to get my mental game back. And uh, I think this year will be a, a really good rookie season for me. Um, long-term go, you know, you know, rookie of the year, uh, stuff like that. But, you know, I just want to have a good year. And I think I I'm here where I belong. And I hope it shows in the next coming season.
1: All right. Well, without further ado, go ahead and tell us who it is.
3: <laughs> so I think a lot of people know. Uh I mean it, like I said, last year would have been a good year for us, but this year I'm gonna be partner up with uh Josh Glover.
1: Josh Glover.
0: hello, brother. What's going on? Welcome in, welcome in. Out there in uh
2: Tennessee. Nah, <laughs> I'm Mississippi backwoods. Mississippi backwoods.
0: <laughs> so I can see you outside enjoying some enjoying some fresh air. Probably only All place right. you get service.
2: Not too fresh. It's a little hot
0: out
3: here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure Josh is at a blind draw right now.
2: Oh yeah, grind never stops. All right, oh,
0: so okay. we talked about it. Last year, Josh, you know, not the season. You guys obviously wanted your pro, pro doubles partner. Last year was Jay Corley. We got a chance to see him a little bit in the um, qualifier and blind draw stuff. Um, primarily throwing BGs, and you know, we know that you're a fly guy <laughs> situation. An issue for you guys there is you guys reached what sixty eight, so just outside the top fifty, or um you just never guys clicked, or what? What's the reason for the switch?
2: Ah, uh, we will. Bag choices were really the biggest issue. I felt like I, I, I'm not I can't throw BGs very well. Like just something with them, I don't know why. And he struggled with the fly bags. And I think out of all four nationals, I think we threw a different bag every national. No, that's not ideal. So it doesn't. <laughs> help out very well when you're trying to get used to something which we couldn't right you
0: know i can't see your t-shirt on there but I mean, is it a fly t-shirt
2: Oh what no, this is mean? my wife's she started something called walk of shame cornhole <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. so are you you guys had a bag situation lined up with fly i know you guys are real tight with eric or you guys still kind of up in the air and seeing how things are going to go <laughs>
3: Uh, I mean, I guess I could chime in. I mean, I've got my fly stuff on now. Uh, we'll leave that all up to Eric for the upcoming season. Uh, I don't want to get into, you know, speculations here and there, but you know, uh, I don't have a contract. I know Josh does. So, uh, I'll just chime in on it and it's just, you know, we're going to throw whatever's best for us, uh, when the time comes to make a decision. And I know it's just my rookie year and Josh has already been there for a year so. He knows more a lot about, you know, stuff like that. So I'll just, uh, whatever comes our way, we'll throw. And, you know, I think we're two talented guys. So I think we could, you know, have the right time with the right kind of bags. We can, you know, make a top 50 push for this upcoming season.
0: Yeah, well, you still got plenty of time. I mean, you guys, you guys actually have more of an offseason than we do. We got, I got two weeks and I'm right back at it for Spence. There's <laughs> has got some more work to do. But Josh, can you offer any advice for Justin, you know, coming off of your rookie season? Some uh, that uh, you made a mistake or maybe you kind of learned your lesson from that you hope he doesn't follow your path that
2: way. I mean, the only thing i say is don't take anybody lightly because you get your butt whipped quick. <laughs> that is I fact. Mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I felt like <laughs> this year the best national I threw at was Portland, and I went 0-2. And the worst one I threw, I went 3-2. So Wow. It, it just goes to show you it doesn't matter. You can win on any given day and lose on any given day, no matter what you throw and how you throw. I was just going to say,
1: what what do you think about the difference between the shootouts, like a 10-round limited versus a play to 21? Because I know a lot of times rookies struggle at first with those shootouts because they're not used to the 10 rounds.
2: Shootouts were actually probably some of my favorite game style. I love the 10, 12-round game style. I felt like uh, the first shootout was uh, Myrtle Beach. I think I was – I finished – I think it was tied for third in my bracket. I was up on Philip Lopez, I think it was. I was up nine points in round nine and give up like a ten or something, and it was because that was my first shootout. I wasn't prepared to don't. You need to play say conservative, don't chase stuff, and mm-hmm. I didn't. Do and I got myself beat that game.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's gonna be a you know that's a big money maker, right? That shootout series. So
2: getting good at those, those ten round limited, twelve round limited is important. Oh yeah definitely I mean that's to me the that game style or the round limited is just basically you just run bags and just hope you run better than the next person <laughs> yeah no doubt.
1: <laughs> I know so Tony that's... Smith always says that he says you know it's luck of the draw so like I, I usually hit my airmails but if I don't and it's 10 rounds that's it I lose you know
0: it is what it is. So just when you looking forward to that different type of performance I mean being on the outside and not a pro that's something you didn't get to participate in. Are you looking forward to the shootouts or what's something you're looking forward to the most for your rookie season?
3: So I think the number one thing that I'm looking forward to is teams event. Uh, I mean, I watched a lot of teams event this year and I know Josh had a great time at it and uh, I hope I do get drafted, you know, on a on a team. I don't care if it's a good team or not. uh, I just think that's the number one, like the, the most fun that you can have all year is the team event.
1: That makes me so happy to hear that because we're really hoping players get on board with the team event. All right. Unfortunately, we are out of time, guys. We thank you so much for joining us. We're going to hop to a commercial, and when we come back, we'll bring on our next guest. But thanks so much for coming on.
3: All right. Thank you. Sure. Right,
2: see you all. We'll
3: all right. Thank you.
1: I awesome. Welcome back, everyone. It is time to bring on our next guest. We are going to bring on Jake Brandon to join us. If you don't know Jake, he is a court four, if you're watching the live feeds. (laughs) Court four with Allison and also uh, played a lot of cornhole at Worlds, went through the gauntlet, had a pretty incredible game that I know was a heartbreak for you, but put on a show for everybody watching. So welcome, Jake,
0: to the show.
4: Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Excited to be here. What's going on?
0: Oh, oh know, man! Just winging it, trying to survive another day, man.
4: I feel you on that one. <laughs>
0: All Lots right, Jake. So the first... viewers in YouTube, you guys want to ask any questions, feel free to hop on in. Sorry, Mitch.
1: Oh, that's okay. Um, but we're going to start off with highlights. So we're going to um, look at some highlights together. And then after the highlights, we'll take a break and then we'll come back. And if anybody has questions for Jake, we will get them answered at that time um but first let's get into the highlights from worlds here we yeah,
4: go full disclosure
0: have no idea what we got here we got about 24 minutes of we're about to find out so i figured we'd chop it up into eights and then kind of see what we got there so we got some decent shots um this looks like this is from the tournament of champions maybe um hmm. this is way it has taken on mark and phil um the, what do you – I mean, we're kind of going to spoil the lead here a little bit. Jimmy Humans and I are going to do a show right after this. We're going to break up partnerships. And we had a partner review right there with Justin and Josh. But what do you think about the boys sticking together there, Mark and Phil? It's a huge topic right now on Facebook and the internet.
1: I think they are. I don't
4: see why
0: they would break up. I mean, they're right. Yeah. But,
4: you know. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, they're top, top five, top ten team in the country. I mean, it would be, it'd be silly to – break up, but with that being said, with all these top free agents, I mean everybody would dream to be able to play with Mark Richards. Yeah. So you never know.
0: Yeah, say so the Mark is not gonna lie. Jim possible pairing right here on the screen. Just saying. Right there. <laughs> boom boom. <Yeah>. See Jimmy. <laughs> that's right. a, that's what I was in. thinking. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they would get well together because I mean like Mark is, you know, methodic and slow and like Harbaugh's gonna take some risk. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't know how they would mesh as far as on the boards. Great shots, you absolutely.
1: You also have to think the al- two alphas, right?
0: Yeah. That <laughs> doesn't awkward know we're timeouts doing. right here.
1: Awkward time. Oh, that's right. He was trying to figure out if he had a timeout.
0: Yeah, Devin was trying to talk me like, hey, there's no way he's scoring here. And Mark was like, yeah, I'm going to take a timeout right now and see how to score. But <laughs> it was a pretty good match. Uh, you know, not, not a bad season. Congratulations um, needs to be said there to Vincent Frisch as well watching his ticket as a probe next season, making it out of the PDC. So I that's wonder who he's going to
1: partner with. I'm very curious.
0: Yeah, that's something to um, say as well for the PDC. I'm not sure what's going to happen with the PDC next year, but um, young players, it is possible to come out of the PDC and earn a pro spot that way.
4: Yeah, that was the one thing I noticed. You know, they had Advanced and PDC together in singles. Vincent yeah. Krish was the only PDC player to win any of the singles brackets.
0: Wow. Big shot right That's there for the awesome. winning from Mark. Crazy. Yeah, we saw a, a big, I guess, range of talent at this last Open. I mean, going all the way from the USA Cornhole, not Open, World Championship, sorry, USA Cornhole singles, doubles, seniors, into the Open Teams event. Um, I didn't get a chance to broadcast that, but Jake, you participated in that Open Teams event, man. How, how much fun was that?
4: Oh dude, it was it was an absolute blast being able to play on a team with with the likes of you know Tony Smith and Hunter Thorn. Um, I mean, it was it was awesome. Like uh, going into the rounders, we had lost our first game, and I just uh, it was a little piece of the back of my head. I was like, man, this is gonna stink. We're gonna suck. And then I don't think we lost another game until like midway through the bracket. Like, but it right. was it was a really it was a really fun time. Like all eight of us meshed really well together. That was it was, sick it was right there from Fisher. I don't even know if I remember that one. Did you see
1: that? That was nasty. Yeah. Well, Oh, whoa, What'd you do, Wally?
0: There it is. I want to see it again. I don't understand how it happened. It's got one There's underneath, that. one on top, slick side. I don't
1: know. I don't it. know,
0: Around <laughs> I the don't know how it go. Okay. It's crazy. It's wow. you hear the dog. I'm sitting upstairs. It's
4: amazing. Having such a great time. Yeah, I hear the dog. dog thought it was, thought it was a good shot, too.
1: Well, the the thing that worries me is that if your dog starts barking, my dogs are going to hear it start barking. And it'll be just
4: chaos. i mean, I can go get my dogs upstairs myself. too.
1: <laughs> Mine are fast asleep at the moment. We we all let's hope it stays that way.
4: Yeah,
0: it's always nice, like when you come home from worlds and you're like just absolutely exhausted, and then oh, strange dog in the living room. I guess I'll have to take care of this thing. With no. So, like, Messages, no one told me anything about it. So it's you just
1: had a random dog, you don't know whose it is.
0: I mean, it's my sister's dog, but I didn't know it was gonna be here when I get home. Huh. And then, nice collect, I man. Jamie Graham was on one,
1: Jamie Graham was I'm on one. absolute
0: path that Jamie Graham went through on our court in singles to get all the way in, to that finals, dude. Insane! Ridiculous. All right, so is this uh, this might this, be qualifier. This yeah, is qualifiers. qualifiers, yep. Okay, PJ not a name I think we'll see next year in the uh. Pro division. I'm I'm thinking Cedro and PJ make a good team. They throw together
3: quite a bit. See,
4: I've heard of Cedro was going to retire the past like five seasons and then he exactly. keeps coming back.
0: <laughs> he just keeps coming back. <laughs> Brian Lee, ACL Pro Wannabe right there. We make fun of him all the time. Lives and dies by the air but right now he's dying by a that good was nice. Who's that guy on the right?
1: Yeah, who is that guy?
0: ACL pro Trevor Brooks.
1: <laughs> yep, he's a pro. Yep. He was best. on
0: he was on one
4: <laughs> yesterday.
0: He yeah. got I mean there's no bigger cheerleader for Jamie Graham. Big shot on the other side. Yeah, no bigger cheerleader for Jamie Graham than Trevor Books. It's good for yeah. the game. And then whenever you get Berkeley Perry doing the same thing for Trevor on the other side,
4: mm-hmm.
0: good stuff. So hopefully it'll be a fun season.
4: <laughs>
0: Ryan, Ryan Trader. That's just a little practice around there. Ryan Trader showing Tanner. What's up? My guy Angel
4: Camarena.
0: Yeah. I love in some people menu. in the crowd rocking the Halos. They even brought me one were, over. Point. Were yeah. Thinking.
1: The Halos were a, were, were a thing. I, I saw it like randomly in the building. I'm like, what is going on? And then I'm like, oh, that totally makes sense. Duh. Angel. Angel fans. <laughs> oh, here we go, Jake.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Here he is. I don't remember what
4: this was. That was just an airmail. That was a practice round.
1: That was a, it was not just an airmail. Airmail drag.
4: Yeah. Did
0: you get a chance to go back and watch this uh video?
4: I tried to a little bit. It was hard. I watched yeah. some of the I watched some of the rounds.
0: You
4: yeah. Um I I was I I watched a lot of my advanced singles matches on Saturday. But yeah, it was it was, it was a, I I'll, I'll probably get around to watching eventually but it's still say. an open still an open wound. That was the
0: ugliest era. I had a great call there. Yeah. I think Sean, Sean Latham was like, it's a bunk bed. I was like, there's not much room for activities. And then, and then boom, Ben hits the backside right here. I cannot believe he hit that. Dreams.
4: See, like in my head when I was sitting in that Crouch, I was like, man, what am I going to do when he misses this? And I like, I win the game. I'm like, going to yell and scream. And then he hit
0: it. I was like,
4: shoot. He's
2: just thinking of
0: your victory. Yeah. I don't think anybody it, saw him hitting that one. No. Um, is this is doubles, I guess? There's a singles action.
1: Yeah, Josh Holland was actually um, much better at Worlds than he was pretty much all
0: season. Yeah, that was the thing is like whenever Mark Richards lost to Samantha Finley, by the way, shout out to Samantha Finley, I think the upset of the tournament, taking out Mark Richards and the nail biter. And then once that bracket opened up, I kind of felt like Josh Holland had that bracket to lose. Yeah. And then, of course, Jamie Graham decided to come out of nowhere and just destroy everybody. Crushing
1: dreams. Yeah. Wally, you lied about the time of this. Look how much time is left. We don't have this much time.
0: We're good, Misha. We're good. I would never (laughs) lie to you.
1: Yeah, no, I'm supposed to already be moving on to the commercial and look at how much time is left. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh.
0: There's one more minute left of this, but if you want to go to commercial, we can.
1: That's not one minute.
4: Misha, I'm telling you, I know what I'm doing.
1: Jake, do you see what I'm seeing?
4: I, I I don't really see anything. I just see the, <laughs> the clips rolling. I don't see a timer or nothing. Right, Seven and, and a half minutes. Before we go to break, before we go to break, we got some.
0: We got some people in the YouTube chat, guys. We're gonna take a break, and we come back. We will get to your questions. We're gonna have some fun with Jake. Interview him. Ask some questions about. Let's go. Plan.
4: Ask me some questions in the chat, uh, y'all. Let's go.
0: Yeah. So, so basically, there's like a big black spot here in the middle niche that separates the first part to the second part. So oh. Look at that black part. We're done, which is going to happen here in like 40 some seconds or whatever. But I
1: get it. Okay. Before we do
0: that, do you see Trey's Slack message? Slack the, message? Yeah, the new uh, or a big announcement that just happened, reaching yeah. 1 million followers across all social media platforms today. Wow. Wow. The American Cornhole League. A million's a lot.
1: Millions a million's a lot. lot that is a lot. That was a great bag by Fisher.
0: Yeah, I was actually kind of happy that it came down to these two. I mean, or all the teams in doubles. It, basically, the cream roast to at the top. We had the ones versus the twos. It, yep. it worked out how it was supposed to work out. A little coin slot action there.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd say kind of there. Yeah. Oh.
0: The thing with bar soaps is I never know what happens. I just kind of have to Bar Bar soaps
1: yeah, it's always, like, bewildering. You're like, what happened?
0: Where's the bag go? <laughs> it's been on the camera. I thought oh. the curtain were going to follow in the background. I think this is the last shot.
1: Great bag by Gavin. Oh, there it is. All right. Wally didn't lie. I, I don't know what to say. Oh, do we both just press at the same time? Okay. We got to go to commercial, you guys. We'll come back with more with Jake right after this. Are back and Jake, Hi, Jake, are you there? <laughs> Why is it black? <laughs> it's a black box. That's
0: live programming right there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: or are you there, Jake? Are you no? He mm-hmm. go He mm-hmm. gone. See ya. He said, "You know what? I, I'm good for about eight to ten minutes, and after mm-hmm. that, I'm checking out."
0: Got uh, Doug Coombs in the YouTube chat. It's his first time having Chick fil A and Dunkin' Donuts this weekend. Mish.
1: What
0: happened
1: wow. Big steps over here in America.
0: There we
4: go. What up, Jake? Welcome Can you
0: back. hear me? Yeah. Yep.
4: That's weird because I cannot hear y'all. Oh, oh no. Wow.
0: What
1: changed in that commercial break? <laughs> it's crazy.
0: Well, we could hear you without the Bluetooth. I don't know what happened.
1: Can you hear us?
4: But me. Oh.
1: Oh, gotta love live. Nice. Podcast.
0: Uh, Duncan Fleming uh, has a question that uh, I don't know, Mish, Maybe you could answer. Why does Jake's dad look like Colonel Sanders?
1: Oh, I was not aware. I need to see a picture now.
0: Yeah, his, his dad looks pretty much. Uh, you know, the uh, looks like the professor from. What was that movie billy Matt? hello hello can y'all hear me yep Waterboy. boy
1: water boy yeah oh i, I know you. okay i still haven't haven't seen his dad so i can't you know agree or disagree but uh that's that's an interesting uh, comparison there i must say <laughs> i don't know i don't have to sure think about that
0: <laughs> so he's got his microphone muted right now i'm not sure if he <laughs> us or not but i, I think don't that- know. I think he's struggling, but um, do you want to skip to the game or what do you want to do, Mish?
1: Sure. All right, we'll let him figure that out. All right, so uh, first thing we go through is the top floor bagger and four bagger of the week. Um, I feel like mine's a little bit mean, so I apologize in advance, but the floor bagger I'm giving to Tony Smith, what is going on? Why can't he get that finish? Like, I just... I, I feel for him because, I mean, look, he, he can't be too upset with me. He's the number one Hello? player in the world. So, yeah, Hello? you got us?
0: No. no. I'm going to text him and tell him to just pull me.
4: Up.
1: Yeah. Um, so that's my floor bagger. And then. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yes.
4: I, see. I can't hear you at all. Don't know
0: that's that bluetooth man turn that bluetooth off (laughs) but yeah i talked to tony smith i mean we saw his post i guess with the fast boards and um i talked to kingsbury afterwards and kingsbury was like yeah the boards were like really really fast yeah and he wanted to switch bags actually but then he decided you know I i beat tony smith with these bags and i was throwing really well i'm gonna keep them there but Jamie Graham had, I think, the right bags for the board conditions that were going on there. Not to mention. His were
1: sticky. Yeah, that's what Gavin but said. And that's Jamie that's Graham my right four bagger of the week is Jamie Graham, obviously, because mm-hmm. um, he showed mm-hmm. up and he got the win. And it was very cool to see. Very well deserved. But um, that's my floor bagger and my four bagger of the week. You got yours.
0: Um, my floor bagger of the week um, is everyone getting sick. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> again, we don't know whose fault it is. could be my fault. Could It could be somebody else's fault. Um, but I, like I said, I've been dealing with something for four weeks now. I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I tried. I give it my all. Um, I, I feel like toughing through it was the better option rather than calling in sick for nine days, the most important <laughs> week of the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. It, it's, it's really hard to kind of satisfy the popularity with people without being rude and be like, Oh no, I'm sick. And just shunning them away. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I try to handle my best. So again, I apologize if I got anybody sick. Um, my top four bagger um, is the juniors division. I, I think that it evened itself out the way it should be um, with the exception of one player. And that's Jaden Ellis. Don't know what's going to happen. I assume he'll take a PDC contract and get in. Um, but just, absolute dominance from the juniors division and Sammy Soto with his back against the wall, coming all the way back and then beating Ryan trader. who already had a spot locked up to earn his pro spot. <laughs> I remember talking to Trey. He's like, yeah, I mean, it's wor- worst case scenario. Sammy Soto wins this and we got to have maybe nine juniors.
1: <laughs> and, Guess what?
0: And like, we're like, Oh, Ryan traders in the lead. It should work itself out. And then, Sammy said it came back and won that one earned the juniors division. So I think we it worked nine. out pretty well. Um,
1: we get nine.
0: Yeah. All so, right. Well, we get nine. But I'm not sure if it's. Yeah, I think we'll get I think we'll get nine is the way it's set up. So I think you're right.
1: Yep. All right. We have our send it or board it and would you rather. But we're going to take a commercial break and come back with those right after this. right we are going to continue to go through our games and hoping that jake could figure out his sound in the meantime but we will move through the next one of uh, this or games send it or board it. Are we it people? there we go all right so send it or board it um okay wally would you send this or would you board it you have not your best performance the entire season but you win the world championships
0: um, so send it is yes, I want that, right? Yeah, yeah, sending that all day. I don't, I don't care if I win the tournament coming out as one seed or if I win it coming out as a 64 seed. I just, I just want the dub when it matters. And if I only got one trophy on my wall and it's the big one, perfectly fine with that. <laughs>
1: okay, I feel like, um, Jamie Graham would agree, but Jamie Graham has also had amazing seasons too to kind of back that up, right? So yeah, I don't know. I just wonder, because remember, you have to think, okay, you don't know you're going to win the World Championships, right? So the whole season, you're just getting annihilated by all the analysts and everybody like, man, this guy's really sucking this season.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, we were kind of all bashing. I mean, how many months was that with Jamie? Eight months, yeah. six months? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. All right. We'll try Jake one more time, see if he's there.
1: Okay.
4: All right, let's see. Jake, less, or, less, uh, Jake. Jake, how's it going? Is it working? Can you hear us? I can
1: hear you. Yes. We can hear you. Yay. <laughs> Yay.
4: Oh my gosh. That was okay. Great. Wait,
1: I'm going to ask you the same question, Jake. So, would you send this or would you board it? You have not your best performance the entire season, but you win the world championship.
4: <sighs> That's a tough one, man. I think. I would send it just because a world championship is just so prestigious. It's so cool. And it's like, it's like what you work up towards at the end of the season, like playing international, winning national is cool, but like the world championship what is what it all culminates with. So I think I have to send that. Okay. Well, look how
0: amazing the story Rudy is, right? <laughs> like Rudy, <laughs>
4: Rudy
0: didn't do much at all. And then also you got what, one tackle or something like that or sack. I mean, it's like, It's like, I don't care. I don't care if I ride the bench the entire football season and then they, hey, everybody's injured. You're our last choice. And I catch the game winning touchdown. Like, I mean, that for me is, that's going to be rewound and replayed forever. That's true. That's true.
1: I I was saying, though, the the negative of it and the reason why somebody might go towards abort it. And if you're listening with us, feel free to write write in the chat, send it or abort it is because you don't know you're going to win the world championship, right? So, like, the whole season you have to deal with everybody being like, man, this guy's really
0: sucking. <laughs> well, not only that, but you got to look at the sponsorship aspect of it, too, where yeah. it's, kind of like, it's kind of like, okay, you got absolutely zero exposure because you didn't make any live feeds or any deep runs in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like, okay, which was the fluke? Was the entire season the fluke or was this yeah. the fluke?
1: Yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. Yeah. Um, all right, so
1: you guys both send it. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess I'm gonna have to go with you and send it as well. All right, Wally, you have a send it or board it for us.
0: I actually don't have a send it or board it. Jake, uh, you, you got anything?
1: I uh, should to put him uh, on the spot. I got
0: I got a I got a would you rather though for Jake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All
1: right, I have yeah. one as well, but you
0: go first. All right, so Jake, would you rather be a commentator for the ACL for the entire <laughs> season with one ESPN broadcast at the world championships
1: oh.
0: or be a pro player for one
4: season with Tony Smith as your partner. Wow, man, man that's tough. I man, I think I still have to go the commentator route man. Mm-hmm. I have not had more fun with cornhole at all until this season. Being able to travel and go to all these different places, but also be able to like work, sit, and watch the best players in, in the world compete, is just something that I find so fascinating and so cool. And then being able to do that on ESPN too, if like in the hypothetical sense, sounds pretty sick. Yeah. Tony Smith is cool, and I'm not getting me wrong. I like Tony, but <laughs> being able being able to get paid to do all that and be able to talk about cornhole is a is a pretty awesome job.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong. Obviously, that's the route I chose because we all know how close I was to making pro. Um, I have to make a big sacrifice. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm, I'm a solid five and a half, six PPR. I'm not even close. but That's okay. All right. Ready for my would you rather?
4: Ready.
1: All right. I thought a lot about this uh, throughout the day on Sunday. Would you rather be the 9 a.m. group or the 2 p.m. group on the pro qualifiers? The 9 a.m., you got to wake up early to get that big old gap. In between your play and the bracket, the 2 p.m. you get to sleep in, but now you got to just go keep playing all the way through till what time did it end? Like
4: uh, one midnight. Know, midnight, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I had the privilege of being in the 2 p.m. group, and I, I would not want it any other way. Uh, okay. I got I get to sleep in, so I, I get to catch up on my sleep, um, especially because I was in the 9 a.m. group for the uh, advanced singles. So I'm okay. So I got to be able to sleep in, um, and then once I I went four oh, and zero in the in the, in the first group. So being able to just roll right into that, stay hot with, and going into the second group, I'm being helped out a lot. And had I had a long break, like the people in the first group did, I'm not sure if I would have been in the same position that I was. Okay. Cause my thought was if
1: I'm the 9am group, I'm napping before bracket, right? Yeah. I don't know. Wally, what do you think?
0: So I was actually in the 9am group last year. So okay. I have the other end of this and I got to say it sucked. Um <laughs> <laughs> yes. you're so antsy and so anxious the night before you're just ready to get at it. You really don't have much sleep. You get the alarm at six 57, six 58, six hit the snooze all you want. It doesn't matter. You can wake up an hour early, wake up 10 minutes early. You're just not prepared for that first bag. And then my first match was against a pro and it took me about five or six rounds to get into it. Um, luckily I came back and won that one, but then just the board conditions started to change already. By the mm-hmm. bodies coming in there, the people start throwing on the boards. The board's condition changed by the time I got to round number three. And I, I felt like I was tired. I lost a little bit of focus. I lost my match. And then next thing I know, I was eliminated. And, like, I think a part of it was because I was I lost my concentration. I'm looking around for, like, my friends. Like I talked about this before. I played Kevin Whitaker. And, like, all the South Carolina people were just cheering for him like crazy. You know what I mean? And I, yeah. I'm looking around, but all my people, they don't come in until 2 o'clock. So, like, the yeah. guys, they weren't there yet. Yeah. Um, but not only that, but, yeah, the board conditions would change entirely, I think, from the
4: 9 a.m. finish all the way until bracket play at the end. So, I, yeah, I, I, I will say um, the one downside to having the afternoon session is I had lunch at about 12 o'clock, and I did not eat again until I got back to my hotel room at about 12.45 in the morning crazy hours later which which stunk which stunk. but yes that's not ideal no
1: although that does prepare you for pro because that's what most pros do on a weekend which is horrible but that is the reality of what they do because they like don't want to mess with anything they're like i'm i'm playing hot i'm just gonna roll through it like Never forget Alex Rawls when he won singles and he looked at me and said, I haven't had water in like 10 hours because he just was like playing well and didn't want to do anything to change anything. And I'm like, this is not healthy.
0: Well, did you talk to Jamie Graham? I think he only got four hours of sleep before singles.
1: Wow. No, I didn't. I yeah, didn't ask him to to sleep. That's crazy.
0: Crazy. Oh, we man. Got, uh, one question in the chat here. It says the foot foul rules are in 2024 is a hot topic on YouTube chat over the South Carolina ACL streams. What are your current opinions on that, Jake? I know you you kind of do the same thing I do whenever you have those powerful shots. You, yeah, you step like, over. I mean, yeah, my normal
4: shot, like my normal throw, I don't do it, but when, when I need to get a little extra push on that push through, I will step over. So I mm-hmm. am a fan of the step over rule to some mm-hmm. extent. Um, there was. Are you a fan of keeping it the way it is? I like I like keeping it the way it is, okay. but I also like the idea of enforcing it more than it has been. Um, there was a game in the we we like core four broadcasted the finals of advanced singles um the uh, that's the afternoon session final eight and we had Vincent Frisch in it and he would not only step over with both feet but he would also go into his opponent's lane every other bag or at least every third bag and some people in the comments started noticing it while nobody in the crowd or his opponent at the time noticed it. People in the comments are starting to get weary of it. And I feel like something to that magnitude should be um, outlawed or at least have a rule enforced with that more efficiently. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I feel like it's going to be hard because the players in general tend to be like whatever. I'm not going to raise ruffle any feathers or raise any concern. Like I think it was, I don't remember who Mark Richards was playing, but Mark is like, "Do I have any timeouts left?" And they're they're like, "Doesn't matter. Just go take one." Like nobody really wants to enforce rules, Um, although I'm sure they'd appreciate rules being enforced. Just have like if we had. What was that?
0: I think it might have been Jamie.
1: Was it Jamie? Okay. So like, if we had officials in every court, obviously players wouldn't have to enforce rules. There'd be an official there, but obviously that's a huge budget. Um, that we would have to discuss if that's that where people want the money to go is to officials on every court that that cuts into payouts, right? So I don't really see that happening in, in this next year, which means it's up to you as a player to enforce rules, and nobody really wants to be that yeah. person. Like no, stitches like, gets or
4: stitches get stitches or whatever yeah. that mentality. As as a commentator, it always thinks because anytime. Like uh, we have, J- Jamie Graham on my broadcast all the time, and he's always he always looks over at us and be like, "How many timeouts do I have?" And I'm like, "I have no idea. I'm not keeping track of your." Timeout. I'm not keeping count of your know. timeouts. Yeah, although so, I do think on the
1: broadcast we need a timeout counter. I think yeah. it's like a basic thing, right?
4: Yeah.
1: Like so every I'm, sport I'm,
4: has. that. Stay I'm tuned. Really we got, like, we got yeah. some stuff coming. Okay. I like, like, the introduction of the shot clock on the broadcast because yeah. that, that was like it. Like you don't like it? No. No. <laughs> no. What?
0: Why? Because there's enough keyboard worries out there complaining about stupid stuff anyway. The last <laughs> thing I want to do is give them validation. Oh, God.
4: <laughs> they're yeah, pretty but, good at enforcing it, though. But also, you yeah. have to think about it this way. I'll play the devil's advocate. Had we not introduced those shot clocks, we never would have gotten that shot of the year from Philip Lopez, Jr. No.
0: We never he would have gotten that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the thing is, it's just all going to be about how. Like, how do we integrate everything that we want to do I I don't think it's next year, although there are talks and discussions and possibilities. But, I mean, like there's a lot of things that need to happen just to make it work the way it's supposed to work. Um, Not not just from a visual standpoint, just like you said, an enforcement thing as well. I mean, we saw the enforcement of Fisher Hamilton stepping over in South Dakota. It raised a lot of red flags and a lot of questions. And then at the World Championships alone, I want to say I saw it like 12 times, not enforced one single time. So the ACL knows they agree. We got to do better on this. We just got to figure out how, how do we make it happen? I mean, an open is one thing, but 132 courts at worlds with the biggest prize package on the line. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's, it's going to be hard to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my question is obviously piggybacking off of what Wally said, but um you know, the big question for you is, are you going to go the commentators route? Or are you going to go the pro route? Um, you said that you really enjoy commentating, but if it, if it meant that at our events, you literally couldn't compete, like, would that
4: be a, a deal breaker for you? There's a lot of things that are still up in the air. Um, because, you know, there's still a possibility that I could becoming a full-time broadcaster, but we don't know that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, a, there's a chance that I could still, you know, compete. I could compete in our conference qualifier in the next couple of weeks. I yep. may do that. Um, a lot of my friends and like locally want want me to submit an application. I don't really know if I'm going to do that yet. There, there are a lot of things that are up in the air. But if I had to come down to it, broadcasting is a lot more fun for me, and it's what I went to college to do. Right. Um, I love playing, and I like I'm so competitive of a player. But, you know, you have to like sit down one day and realize that, you know, what is going to benefit me more in the future, getting like a full time career and commentating broadcasting is absolutely the way to go when it comes to that. So that's what and I'm right now.
1: And then commentating on a live stream court is totally different than broadcasting, right, in terms of audiences. So this is something that we were talking about with um, Jacob Schrantz, who came on to court three. Um, because he's also going to school for broadcasting, yeah. and so he's trying to do what you would do on a play-by-play on ESPN. But I'm like, but this is different. These are these are hardcore cornhole fans mm-hmm. that they're, this is not the person randomly looking on TV and going, "Oh, look, cornhole!" I'll stop for a second to where they're gonna appreciate when Jeff McHareker repeats for the 40th time that this player. <laughs> You know play baseball in college right but like yeah. our our audience is like annoyed like come on we know like stop teaching us how to play the game Um uh, it's so like what do you think about the difference in the two
4: no i mean i think they're both essential to grow into the sport of cornhole because you need your jeff mccarrigers who describe and you know introduce the game because if you're like flipping through channels one day and you see Cornhole. Let's tune in. You can listen to Jeff and realize and like understand what's going on. But then you also need the analytical side of things, like what Trey doesn't, what Anthony does, and that's slowly what I've learned as I've gotten into the cornhole commentary. Because that, like, I'm I was just like Jacob when I uh, when I was going to college, like I want to be a sports broadcaster. I want to be like the next uh, Joe Buck or the next uh, Matt Baskers or whatever you like. No matter what sport it was. But as I've gotten into the cornhole commentary, cornhole broadcasting, I've realized that. I really like the analytical side of things. I I like what Trey talks about. I like what Anthony talks about when it comes to breaking down the game of cornhole for the more advanced, the more experienced players who watch. So if I can have any sort of experience um, doing that in the game of cornhole, I would absolutely take that and run with it. So, yeah, I mean, both sides are really essential because you need, you need the basics, but you also need the, all the, little details for the people who already know how to play Coral and all that stuff. Yep. The color. You like the color. Yeah. I like both. Mm-hmm. I, I've always, I, I want to be a play-by-play guy, but I also wouldn't mind diving into the analytical and the color stuff as well. Yeah, That's Another, pretty high much grade. where Wally sits. Another
0: hybrid. <laughs> that's my problem right now. Is I don't know where I'm yeah.
4: I, don't, I, I that's, that's my only problem. I don't know what route I want to take because I, I, I want to be play-by-play, but I also want to have a little uh, teleprompter not a teleprompter, a, a, a thing yeah. that I can draw on, I have it on Corey, court, 2.
1: too. Corey has it on court too. Did you get uh, to yeah. use it
4: when you were there? Accidentally, yeah. I uh, yeah messed up my idea. <laughs> there was a piece of – there, there the, the screen was sitting in front of me, and I had there was a piece of dust on it. So I went to go use my finger to wipe it off, and I accidentally <laughs> drew a line. I was like, oh shoot! But so then I looked over on Corey's thing, and I didn't see it, and I was like, okay, cool. It must not have been there. But then apparently people went nuts because it was on there for the entire broadcast, and I had no idea. So that was that was pretty funny for me. Yeah,
2: that
0: was Miranda Coy's shot. She hit that big push yep. during That's amazing. A Little line yes. right there, And we're all like, what is going
4: on? Yeah, so for those watching, you go back and watch that Miranda Coy shot, you're going to see a little line. I did that. That's all me, baby. So yeah, quick, there's my mark.
0: Quick question, though. Does it bother you, though, that if you become a commentator that I'm going to be your boss? I mean. Wow. I'm mean, going to get to boss you around, and it, it's got to –
2: it's kind of spooing
0: you a little bit that you can't beat your boss at Cornell. but well, yeah, oh, we're oh, out of time, front. Mish. We're out of time. We're just going to have to end the show.
4: Oh, you're just going to cut no response aloud. <laughs> yeah, that would be the only problem I have is uh, not being able to play in Cornell because, you know, I I definitely couldn't – I'm too competitive to let you win, but I don't know you have what it takes to beat me right now while I'm telling you. Dude, I don't know how you beat all those
0: other guys, and I beat you every time, so that was crazy. <laughs> wow.
4: Was, wow. Okay. You should be the pro then, right?
1: That's yeah, exactly. All right, guys, we are out of time. Jake, it's been awesome having you on. Thank you so much for joining yeah. us. We'll right. see you at the next event coming up. Sorry
4: right for the technical difficulties, guys. Oh. I, don't know, I don't know what happened. It me so Welcome sad. to the show. Yeah. yeah, no
1: worries. That's live, right? All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you guys all next time.